Time to look back at yesterday's city council meeting. The major topic of discussion yesterday was flooding issues and what may arise here as we move deeper in to spring. Joining me on the phone now is Kamloops Mayor Ken Christian. Mr. Mayor, how are you doing here on this Thursday? Very good, thank you, Jeff. Good, glad to hear. Now, uh, of course, as the spring snow starts to melt, or the spring melt is upon us, sorry, Kamloops City staff say they are in, in constant talks with operators of, of irrigation dams that, you know, flow into local creeks. Uh, it was touched on this briefly last week, Ken, when, when you and I were talking um, after council last week, but just how are you feeling right now and the community's perspective to be able to, to react to floods if there are any concerns that uh, may arise here in the next little while? Yeah, so uh, Greg uh, Whiteman presented council yesterday with a very detailed uh, impression of uh, the risk of uh, flooding uh, this uh, freshet, and uh, I think that risk is, is very real. Uh, you know, we get our intelligence from the water management branch and, and people who are measuring the snow pillows, and uh, we also are uh, in con uh, constant contact with those people who operate dams within the region, and, uh, you know, it appears that the particularly mid and high elevation snowpack is uh, stable and growing and uh, as we get uh, this late into the uh, spring uh, the river hasn't really started to react either river uh, to uh, low elevation snow melt yet so uh, we need the rivers to come up uh, now rather than later and uh, we uh, need that uh, flow to be managed through the city uh, one of the things that Mr. Whiteman spoke about is our preparation and uh, you know we do this every year and to uh, a greater or less extent based upon the threat and uh, this year uh, there will be a lot of preparation that we'll have to start uh, you know as soon as uh, we hit the first of may so that we're ready for a peak around the end of may now one of the projects that was on sort of the list of priorities for the city this year was this uh, flood mitigation work along the riverbank at riverside park i know there was a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar grant application that was in um we were hearing that the the city was not um you know a recipient of that here i know like i said it was a priority and there is some concern if there is you know that once in a 20 year uh snowpack that could be melting soon here that we we might be looking of ahead to um i guess just what are the plans with that project because i assume it is still something that the city wants to get done sooner than later yeah, you know, part of that uh, enhancement uh, for Riverside Park was uh, in and around the uh, protection of our uh, utility corridor that goes through there, and uh, and uh, certainly the park asset itself. There were some other elements to that of, uh, you know, uh, wintertime uh, outdoor skating rink and that kind of thing, but uh, that has been uh, bypassed by the government, uh, and so we will continue to do uh, seasonal uh, protective activities in the park. Uh, we have uh, pretty accurate uh, survey uh, data now of the city so we know uh, based on the projected uh, geodetic height of the flood uh, what properties in the city would be inundated by flood water so uh, we know that the Riverside Park is is one of our most vulnerable areas as is an area in and around Schubert Drive and the Henry Group Center so you know we uh, need to protect those areas and uh, that will be a bit more difficult now uh, as we tried to do that within the uh, restrictions of the COVID-19 uh, situation and the physical distancing requirements for uh, workers that are going to be deployed to uh, do that kind of protective work. So can you just describe to me, because this is my first spring here, so uh, what, what does that seasonal protection look like? Can you explain that to me at all? 
Well, in, in the past, we've done uh, you know, typically uh, sandbagging uh, to protect some of that. Uh, we have uh, laid out uh, coffer dams. Uh, those are those bladders that you use. Uh, you see them often used in the prairies uh, for protection there. Uh, and uh, now we're going to use uh, gabion baskets to protect that infrastructure. Uh, things like the uh, pier out at Riverside Park, we take all of the uh, you know uh, railings and that off of that and we use the walkway as the base for a dike and we will start uh, pretty much at the uh, back end of the Sandman Center and work our way all the way down uh, to the Overlanders Bridge and that way we protect both the park and the lift stations and the uh, elements that uh, are critical to our infrastructure that are located within the park. Yeah, that sounds like um, quite quite the quite the amount of work, and, and like you said, it's going to be pretty challenging to do while there, these physical distancing or social distancing rules are in place. But uh, of course, it's going to get done either way. Um, so, I guess just what is your level of concern right now heading into this this you know as we get into real spring weather? You know, we're seeing temperatures start to get into the twenties and and slightly above. So, uh, you know, is is there a level of concern in the immediate, or you're pretty confident with sort of where things are sitting? Uh, I mean, right now in this moment, because obviously when we're talking about flood protection or flood uh, concern. I mean, it really is a a, a day-to-day kind of situation. Yeah, and, and it's very much weather dependent, Jeff. And, and uh, you know, there, there's a, a few nuances about Kamloops. The uh, timing between the peak of the North Thompson River and the South Thompson River uh, often can uh, add uh, or subtract from the risk in the city. Uh, but uh, that uh, remains to be seen when those will occur. One of the concerns that we would have is the long-range forecast, and if that forecast indicated that we were going to be uh, very cool for the end of uh, April and some precipitation in May uh, so that you're dealing with not only snow but wet snow that is more uh, water laden and that then becomes a a more difficult uh, situation to deal with particularly if you start to hit in May uh, a series of uh, 30 degree days where we can see that and the other element of that is how uh, low the temperature at night goes Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, colder nights allow it to kind of uh, crisp up again and end that, but if it's really warm nights, you start to see some real rapid shedding of that snow volume. Yeah, as a, as my someone myself who really likes that 30-degree weather, it is a little bit bittersweet, I guess, because it does come with some potential consequences as well. Um, I kind of wanted to just preview next week's uh, City Council meeting here as well. You guys are going to be meeting on Tuesday. Uh, you know, t- going to be talking a little bit about budgetary concerns that have come up as a result of COVID-19. So I was just wondering or hoping that you could provide maybe a little sneak peek of what sort of conversations you're expecting here on Tuesday and, and what si- kinds of decisions the city is looking to make you know, as we really adjust on a, on a minute-by-minute basis as this whole pandemic plays out. Yeah, and in fact, today we're hoping for some uh, clarity from the government with respect to uh, some elements of our budget and our cash flow situation for local governments in B.C. But, uh, you know, next week we're going to do two things. One will be uh, re-forecast our uh, 2021 budget for the city of Kamloops. What we had worked uh, almost 10 months on has had to be redone in about two weeks with a lot of unknown variables. 
so that's a difficult thing. And then the other thing we're going to look at next week is the uh, capital budget. So a lot of those projects, uh, whether we can defer them, uh, whether or not we want to uh, take advantage of uh, this opportunity to get them done, that kind of thing. So uh, that will be the focus of the meeting on the 21st. And on the 28th, uh, we will wrestle with issues related to uh, tax penalty dates and uh, utility deferral and that kind of thing. Okay, so uh, the 28th will be a big one for taxpayers specifically in terms of what uh, their their impacts are going to look like here over the coming months, um, you know, as they go to pay their property tax bills. So we'll put that in our calendar and we'll look forward to that and, and see sort of, uh, you know, what, ca- what decisions council will make or, or even can make, I guess, at that point in time. Uh, I think that's pretty much all I have for you right now, Ken. I guess just while I have you on the line, just what are your thoughts on how uh, the community is handling uh, COVID-19? I'm going to ask you this probably on a weekly basis because, of course, the longer this thing drags out, the higher tensions seem to get, the more impatient people um, you know, are, are with having to spend as much time inside and at home as they are. Uh, so just uh, you know, how, how, are you, how are you feeling about the way the Kamloopsians are, are dealing with this situation? Well, we mentioned that yesterday. Uh, myself and council are particularly proud of the way that the citizens are uh, reacting to the orders of the provincial health officer. And uh, uh, by and large, there is just uh, amazing compliance and, and uh, people are courteous and uh, uh, people are cognizant of uh, physical distancing and that kind of thing. And, you know, when we do have exceedances, they're not many uh, on the weekend. I think our bylaw services dealt with, uh, I think, uh, total of 18 situations over the Easter long weekend, which is really uh, minuscule compared to the 100,000 people that are complying with unusual orders and unusual circumstances. So uh, that uh, is, uh, I think, the good news. The bad news, of course, is the longer that this goes on, uh, the deeper the uh, damage is to our local economy. And uh, as we all know, that the uh, you know social determinants of health would indicate that there are some health hazards associated with things like lack of employment, lack of income, lack of education, those kinds of things. So there's a, a tipping point here, and uh, you know we uh, want this thing to be over from an infectious disease perspective, but we also need to know from a population health perspective that uh, uh, you know we need to get going again as a city and we need to rebuild. Right on. Well, I think that's probably a good time to wrap things up here, Mr. Mayor. So thank you so much for doing this. Really appreciate it. And uh, I do, again, look forward to our conversation, hopefully, that we can have uh, on Wednesday following Tuesday's meeting. So thanks so much for this. Thank you very much.